Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Who said that? Who the f said that? Is it Tommy F? Phone's for you. I think it's the devil. Who are these f***ing guys? Is it Tommy F? We'll go to the loony bin together. It's a lot of nonsense. A little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest man. Hello, once again, to another episode of the Total BS Podcast. Justin, how you doing, buddy? Uh, I've been better, Saul. We've <laughs> experienced better weeks, and I know you know we'll get into it later on in the podcast, but I, I think it's time for us to, I don't know if distraction is the right word, but we need a smile. We need something positive to talk about during these tough times right now. And we have two guys that are about to join us on the Total BS podcast. That's that is definitely going to put a smile on your guys' face. Yeah, we definitely need some shit to distract us. <laughs> just That's for, for I, I don't care if it's fifteen minutes, five minutes, ten minutes. Hey, just give me something so we can just carry on and at least get a little bit of our sanity back uh, as we prepare for who knows what's about to lie ahead. So let's get to it. Your fans just might turn into our fans. Be cool is just part of the program. Bitch, you best 16 if you must. You're not whack. You just sound whack rapping after us. Yo, your fans just might turn into our fans. Be cool. It's just a part of this program. Spitch your best 16 if you must. You not whack. You just sound whack rapping after us. Once again, MC Squared with the lead in. And, you Shout know, we're not, we're not even going to bury the lead at all, Justin. Go ahead and introduce who we have today. Very special guest, probably my favorite show on YouTube or the internet. I mean, anytime this a new episode releases, I'm right there to click it because it is just pure comedy, pure entertainment. We have the creators of Game of Zones joining us, Craig and Adam Malamute, joining us right now on the Total BS podcast. Hey guys, real quick, I, I'm sorry, is it Malamute or Malamut? It's Malamut, but it doesn't really matter. <laughs> we don't really care. Okay. Malamut's technically the, the dog. It's like a husky or something. Yeah, and they're cool okay. dogs, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have Adam and Craig uh, joining us on the Total BS podcast. And wow, um, very honored to have both of you guys here. Uh, sure, both thank brothers, you for having us. Yeah. You know, and like I said, it, uh, Game of Zones is my favorite show on YouTube or the internet. It's just so awesome. Um, and it's it's so great to see all the Easter eggs and just the all the basketball community uh, come together. What you guys have done with Game of Zones is, is absolutely special. So thank you again for coming on. Yeah, thank you. Really Our appreciate pleasure. those good words. Thanks. What? Uh, so I mean, just for for people that don't know who you guys are, yeah. uh, what what's the background? Where did you guys come from? Um, and then we'll get into how Game of Zones actually came about. Adam, we'll start. Sure. With um, so, so we ba- both came from the same mom. We are brothers, and that's how it started. <laughs> and uh, I was came out six years before Craig, and I learned so much. Uh, and then I, and then uh, Craig came out later, and I still teach him stuff that I learned in those first six years. Um, but uh, and then uh, I, and then I went out to L, and then I skip a bunch of time, and then I went out to LA, and I was working in reality TV, and. Uh, and this is my side of the story, Adam. And uh, and then I was taught myself how to animate, 
and then cut back to going back in time to Craig's story. Yeah, uh, this is worth. This is why we animate, by the way. We write scripts is because we don't yeah, know how to tell stories in I real was time. Technically, a storyteller. It's not making sense to me. Um, yeah, let's do this uh, like memento style. Um, okay, so I graduated from. Uh, I was I was in grad school, and Adam was. Um, making cartoons and I was actually pursuing a degree in science. And uh, he said, um, Hey, Craig, do you want to drop everything you're doing right now and move out to LA and work on me making work with me making cartoons? And I said, sure, you know, I'm young. Let me, I'll take some chances, uh, whatever. Uh, and I went out to LA. I didn't know anything about sports. I didn't know who Steph Curry was at the time. Uh, it was like 2014. So I definitely should have known. I was 2013. Um, and, uh, yeah, and then I taught myself how to animate with Adam, and uh, you know we made Game of Zones, and the rest is history. It was, uh... Yeah, and 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 just to like back that up a little bit is that so I'm the bigger sports fan for sure, um, and I had made a show a thing called Baseball Friends, which is Chase Utley and Ryan Howard of the Phillies just talking about how much they loved hitting home runs and like how that felt nice and stuff like that. And that kind of went a little viral in the Philly sports ecosystem. And that led to a cartoon called sports friends on Yahoo. And that's when Craig joined me. And then we just kind of fell into the genre of sports cartoons and kind of just kept making it work. And then somehow we ended up doing a game of Thrones mashup viral video that turned into a series. I don't know. I don't understand it either. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some things, sometimes these things just evolve on their own. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, so who's the big Game of Thrones guy between you two? I mean, I think we both are big Game of Thrones fans. We were obsessed with the show once we had discovered it. And uh, we were making a different cartoon called Sports Friends at the time. And we were like, oh man, wouldn't it be fun if we took like uh, Tom Brady and made him Jamie Lannister? And we were thinking about doing it as an NFL series. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, Bill Belichick would be Tywin. Yeah. The Patriots uh, are just so the is, Lannisters. Yeah, that is yeah, that is spot on right there. Tom <laughs> yeah. Brady and Jamie Lannister. Yeah. That's Even though to be like the NBA playoffs now. Yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah, I know. It's it's it was like the reason the whole show was conceived originally was because it was just like clicked so much that, that comparison. Yeah. But. but then when we met with Bleacher Report and uh, it seemed to make sense better more for the NBA, and that was a great decision because. Uh, I think because the personalities in the NBA and the culture around the NBA is just so much more interesting, in my opinion. And the fact that like people like, you know, a lot of the guys in the NFL, a lot of the guys wearing helmets. But in the NBA, you know, you see the faces, you know, the people, their bigger personalities. And so, you know, it makes it a little more fun for fans to connect to, I think, and fun for us, I think. Mm -hmm. One of my one of my favorite aspects about uh, Game of Zones is if you're a Game of Thrones fan and you watch Game of Zones, certain scenes that you watch you're like wait a second i've seen that mm. i'm not a game of thrones guy i've only watched the first episode but the fir <laughs> sorry yeah boo yeah come on boo me gotta um, do your homework son <laughs> but the very first episode i was like wait i saw that in game of zones and in the in the <laughs> game of zones it was uh lonzo ball climbing up a tower and yeah. he sees anthony davis and lebron it's james talking the like, yeah they were tampering <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, they saw us. He saw us tampering. <laughs> the I'll do yeah, we wanted to use that scene for a long time. We finally figured a way out to yeah, do yeah, it. Because, yeah. You know, that's not typically a topic that you would cover in like the NBA realm, you know, incest. Yes. It's a little taboo in NBA <laughs> <Yeah>. circles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think there for the people that are following our stream right now, let's just give everybody a little taste 
of what these two gentlemen have been up to of late. It's Meat Pie Monday! Hey guys, wait, wait, LeBron. What's up? Your hair fix your oh. hair. Thank you. <clears throat> um, hey guys, guys, hey guys. Hey everyone, so glad you all could be here. I just figured since so many of you summer in Los Angeles anyway, it would be fun to invite everyone over to my new Brentwood castle for some mingling, some pampering, a little tampering. <laughs> but before we dig into our delicious fast-fired artisanal blaze meat pies, I do have some big news. Ben Simmons hit a three-pointer. <laughs> Very funny. I kid, I kid. Oh, speaking of which, my servant, I mean my lord commanders have informed me that the pies are ready, so everybody say it with me. It's time for Meat Pie Monday! Does he think he invented Meat Pie Mondays? He should call it Maze Meat Pies because he's so corn. Oh, AD. Oh, Kyrie, I must ask you. What are those? Oh, yes. These are the new Kyrie 5 boots in honor of Sir Sponge Robert Square Tunic. Oh, so creative. You're such an artist. Hey, how's Grumpy Boys? So you're on Brooklyn now, eh? Indeed we are. Oh, I love it. Such a good fit. Great young core for you to demoralize. Oh, Alex Caruso's here. <laughs> oh man! So it seems the first like a million of... years ago, by the way. It seems like a million <laughs> years ago when, like, one of these things we could watch and. You know, uh, who up. does the voices? It's both of us. Yeah. I'm, so I'm LeBron. You guys do them all? Yeah. It's me by Mondays. <laughs> I am okay. James Harden. Yes. I am James Harden, Prince Oberyn, and yeah. uh, it, what else? Uh, Vladi Divac. Foxes are smart. Adam, can you please say? You come into me casa with so much salsa. Yeah, yeah, of course. You come into me casa with so much salsa. I am drawing fouls. I'm playing the thing. Uh, honestly, though, it started as Prince Oberyn, and then it became Triumph the Insult Dog. And these are the things that just naturally take their course. Who also speaks like a little Spanish. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, I had no idea you guys did the voices. And you, yeah, you're yeah. the only two that do the voices. Well, yeah. the uh, Howard Beck did, voiced himself in the final season. He's a NBA writer at Bleacher Report, and uh, Omar Raja, who uh, formerly of Bleacher Report now of ESPN, uh, he did the voice of Nick Nurse, who has one line. And uh, we did like a cross promotional thing with yeah, yeah. Violence, and we yeah. gave him one line on as Nick yeah, Nurse. Yeah. But we, we he's, he's, a, he's a good friend of ours, and he knew that what an honor. He also did the he also did the wolf, wasn't he? The wolf who howled. The oh, no, we were between up. him being Nick Nurse. Oh or yeah, the wolf. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was he's also yeah trying out for the Timberwolves mascot. But, yeah. oh, who, did, no, who who's Kawhi Leonard? Oh well, he was a monster before. He's a White Walker, but the new Kawhi Leonard's like this. Once he the soul, the soul <laughs> yeah. was escaped from the soul box, and he became like this. And, uh, you know, it, it would have that, to fall that, my favorite voice or like one liner from it, uh, the whole series actually came from that episode that we just aired when they're playing 1K and yeah. they asked Ka Kawhi, do you want to play? And he's like, no. Oh, you know it. Try <laughs> to manage me load. Oh, yeah. Trying to manage me load. Yeah. <laughs> manage me load. Yeah. That's what oh, I say. Craig and I do a lot of the same voices so we can cover for each other too. If we, if well, yeah. We yeah, I, I think we all have our favorite episodes, but I, I'm sure, you know, I, in the creative process, you know, myself, I work in digital media as well. 
uh, you know, when you come up with something that you're like, oh man, I think we killed that, or I love that, or that episode, or whatever. What's what's your favorite like go to, Craig? Mm. You know, so I, my favorite go-to is typically the lottery episode. Um, I just love covering like the bottom 14 teams. I love those scenes where you have a big crowd of people shouting things out randomly. Um, a lot of characters. It was really hard to make because we had so many characters in it. And it was really You're long. Bad. What's that? Your bad. Your bad. Yeah, like I love it. Just you get so many different people from different teams. Uh, but uh you know, now it's season seven. I think we did some like crazy things this season. We made episodes bigger than we ever made them. So, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I think a lot of the ep- episodes from this past season might, you know, have beaten that one. Uh, episode three in particular, which was our longest episode ever and had like so many different things happening. It was very dynamic, very emotional. Uh, and so that was, you know, we had the Sun Kings in it, which I, I love that, the Sun Kings. That was my, I was just about to say, as, <laughs> yeah. a, as an Arizona <laughs> yeah. guy and yep. covering yeah. the Phoenix Suns, when I saw Sun Kings, I just lost it. I yeah. was like, oh, of course they had to throw, throw <laughs> these guys we, in here and think they're going to save the realm. And then you go out there and they just get decimated. Right <laughs> yeah. we, we had to, uh, we had to bring that story arc to an end. You know, we, yeah. we saw them try to form a team and then we. You know, yeah, we'll see how people needed closure on the Sun Kings. A lot of people, you know, could the show couldn't end without closure there. <laughs> how about you, Adam? What, what's been your favorite? Well, I think the Isle of Van Gundy is, is the dumbest thing that and doesn't need to be, exist. And so I like I like it just because it like why does this exist? And the fact that you know our whole our brand is kind of taking a really dumb idea and doing it really seriously and following through with it and the look on our animation production manager's face when we said listen we're going to need 100 van gundys for this scene <laughs> and you know each head takes like a day and he's like wait what and we and we ended up taking a Stan and Jeff's heads, and then we just mashed them up for a bunch of the guys. And like, yeah, we told the design team, like, take Stan's eyes and put it on Jeff's head, and then take his nose and like turn it, flip it, and then put more space between it. And so we ended up mashing up the Van Gundys into a hundred characters. And uh, so that episode is just so remarkably grand and stupid. It's because of that episode, Gregorian chant of of Jeff Van Gundy's typical ramp. So I, I'm particularly proud of that episode. But I also think with Craig, that like this last season was the greatest feat because we actually were able to have a storyline that went through the whole, it was like coming full circle with what was originally just this simple viral video. And now it actually was not only this whole universe, but we tried to make a little plot and like to be able to tell a story like that. Um, and it had emotional moments, you know, which is, you know, saying we tried to at least, and which to me is even more unexpected for a silly cartoons like that. So to me, that was that was the the grand opus of our, our series. So I think I'm most proud of the last season. When you talk about emotional moments, um, like, oh, emotional moment happened in this past season with with Kobe. Uh, what would you say was probably the most emotional moment that you experienced during this? Yeah, I mean the. Well, the, I, I I think that the Co- go ahead, Craig, if you want to. No, no, you got to go. Uh, I was gonna say like I think I think the co- the death of Kobe was like really I mean it's obviously was sad just it's just sad and so how do you how you know and and I I don't even like to make it about us but like it's but for us we had to think how do we properly honor Kobe as a silly cartoon you know we can't ignore him in this final plot line of Jordan versus LeBron he fits in that story you know so naturally. And actually, we were in a writer's meeting. It was on, it was on a Sunday. We we're having a writer's meeting, and we we're actually talking about 
um, how to weave Kobe into this final story. And we had different ideas. And then we got the news that he died and we just had to like stop the meeting because we didn't even know how to process that information. I mean, I would say yeah. it's the most shocking like celebrity death for us. And he's been someone who we've made a lot of cartoons about and we feel very close to, be, even though we don't know him because we've drawn him in so many different ways and we've just studied his character and, you know, and it's weird to have someone you've, you, you, we've ribbed him, you know, and now he, he's di died and you really appreciate him. And it's a really tricky thing to navigate. So um, we wanted to make sure we did something that was appropriate and nice and respectful, but also still in our voice. And it took us a while to come up with that scene, but we, we hope that we honored him appropriately without um, changing who we are and what our show is and, you know, everything like that. So at the end, he says the final thing to LeBron, which is that he, you know, mama form is he has to shave his head. So we thought that added some levity to an otherwise scene that was meant to be just an homage to him and, and stuff like that. So I'd say that was probably the most emotional thing. Although Craig, you, I don't know if there's anything else. Well, no, I mean, that certainly was the, the most legitimately emotional thing. I mean, there was like the artificially emotional scenes, which don't, I, I are a different category, but um, for me, like when I, I was recording Kyle Lowry in the DeMar trade and I was like over the weekend and I'm like in the office, like making myself cry to like sound as authentic. Like, no, he's my friend. You know, and it's like, I'm like getting choked up because like DeMar DeRozan is like being eaten by a trade raptor. And like, it's just like, that was kind of a bizarre moment for me, but uh, really had to get in the headspace of a Raptors fan when that trade happened. So. Oh my gosh. So not only are you guys illustrating these, but you're also playing the emotional, you know, validity to what these characters bring to the table, which is really impressive. So you guys just do it all. Yeah. Well, we, we do, when we started, we did everything, literally everything soup to nuts, including the animation. Um, now we have an animation team over the last, since season four, we got bigger. So now we, we don't do as much the animation we have much more talented people than us doing that and so that's nice but we still do all the voices and uh the writing we have one other person this guy matt hill who did a cartoon called uh spurs special forces which i recommend anyone check out we thought that was funny and so we're like let's maybe this guy can help and so he was a writer that we brought on and he's helped us um and but for the and and then we also talk to a lot of experts at Bleacher Report because we want to make sure that any jokes we want to make it seem authentic to the fans of whatever team we're covering. So that we you know it's always cringy for us when as Philly fans when people get stuff wrong and it's not really mm -hmm. like you know feeling authentic. So like when we did the one K episode, we brought in all the people in the office who play 2K and we talked about everything about the game and said, what are your gripes? What are your this and that? We want everything to play for all of the people who are fans of whatever the subject matter is. So we definitely lean a lot on the experts at Bleacher Report for that. Um, and they're also a big part of the process. But for the most part, I mean, Craig and I, I mean, we write direct voices. We sometimes compose music and sing the music. Anything else I'm forgetting, Craig? Uh, I mean, we do the sound design, but uh, then uh, at a certain point, you know, we have storyboard artists, we have designers, animators, compositors, uh, and sound like professional sound people. So uh, we we do the the audio and the the writing and the you know that aspect of it, and then we uh, you know leave it to a lot of our talented artists to do the rest. Now, this past season, I really loved everything about it, especially because it had media members in it as well. Like you see Bill Simmons talk about how everything's the greatest thing in Bostonia history. Uh, then you have Shane Wind, Serrano. Wind, Windhurst as the, the eunuch is just the best. <laughs> yeah. 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 A huge We've got to get to Cream City. We've got to get to Cream City. <laughs> He's a, a eunuch horseman, or what is it? Yeah. A centaur. Yeah, yeah. centaur. Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. things going on. 
<laughs> so do you guys let them know ahead of time, hey, we're going to put you in Game of Zones, or is it just a kind of a big surprise? It's mostly a big surprise. Uh, we did give Howard a heads up because Howard Beck, uh, we need him to do his own voice. Um, he's our he's our like go-to consultant on Game of Zones, so uh, it was nice to uh, get him in the media, Dell because he does inform our universe in, in real <laughs> life. Um, but for the most part, yeah, it's a complete surprise, and it's really fun because on the day that episode launched, we just like – random tweets we'd get you know like zach Lowe, like oh my god you know like what is this uh and that that was really exciting to see that uh, people were excited to be in it so it was hard though because like we had to cut off the list at some point and so we had um we had a bunch of people who we had weren't able to get in there and we felt bad and everyone's like where was i where was i and uh so we had to cut off the list at some point because of like we said it takes a long time to make the heads but we tried to squeeze as many big time media members as we could in there but Still have you got? Ha, have you ever gotten a player to be like, "Hey, man, that's BS," or, or <laughs> come at you guys for anything, or tweet at you or anything? Okay, so no <laughs> one has ever. Uh, you know, we've heard through the grapevine that James Dolan wasn't thrilled with our portrayal. <laughs> um, of course, <laughs> um, but uh, shocker. <laughs> it's the gift uh, that keeps so on giving. We, but we didn't quite reach the honor yet of being banned from the garden. But that would be something that we we hope yeah. to achieve someday. Um, <laughs> but actually. Uh, we think we might have been subtweeted by TJ Warren after the Sun Kings episode. This is a oh, this not sure. conspiracy theory. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we're oh, not yeah. sure. That might be our one person who. Yeah, he had some vague tweet about like don't let yeah. haters get to That's you or something just, yeah. right after the Sun yeah. Kings episode came. Out. As somebody who has met TJ Warren a million times covering the Suns. I promise you that's just his personality. Yeah. It's just very subtweetish. That's yeah. it. That's uh, it. But it may not have been about us, but we like to think it is because that makes us yeah. feel like we had an but, yeah. but for the most part, everyone's been so cool about it. And 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 it's been, you know, it makes it harder and harder to make fun of players in the NBA because they're all such good sports and generally nice about it. And like they hear so much worse crap about them from, you know, in all different directions. And so oh, yeah. we try to be fair and funny and silly and roasty. And so everyone has been a good sport about it. And even like Mark Cuban, who we really like made fun of in the episode with him, because we were getting back at him for uh, a tweet at Bleacher Report that he was mad about. And he was cool about it too. So uh, yeah, I mean, like we traded Mara Hazonia for a horse or no, he, he was a horse was chosen over Mara Hazonia in a trade <laughs> in one episode. And like, he ended up like tweeting or writing on Facebook, a bunch of crying, laughing emojis, yeah. you know, and his friends were joking about it. So it's been actually like a huge, pleasant surprise how, much athletes have been taking it in stride. Um, That's awesome. fun. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, as, as like, again, like I, I, I can't emphasize this enough, like being part of the creative process and having people that support the creative process is probably more valuable um, because you could have all the greatest ideas in the world, but if you don't have a, a an outlet that will support them uh, the appropriate and proper way, then they don't, they never get off the ground. What's the environment like at Bleacher Report and how, how much have they just really, uh, you know, embraced, what you guys do and everything that you bring to the table. Well, I, I will say this. So, so two things, one thing regards to having the outlet and everything like that is that um, the first part of that is that you know, we just, we just taught ourselves how to animate and gave us that ourselves that voice. So a lot of people have ideas, but to me, a lot of it, even to this day, the process, so much of it is the making of it. A lot of the, in the crafting of the cartoon and the actual hard work and making of it is where it really becomes special. The ideas are just something that makes us laugh in a room. That's not that much, but really it's the hard work that goes into learning how to animate, doing all the work and, and caring about each part of the process. But as far as uh, the support from Bleach Report, Bleach Report has been really great 
they have, you know, they brought us in when it was just the two of us to the media lab. And then as we continued to make stuff that was resonating, they gave us more and more resources and support. They gave us very little notes. Um, you know, we've, we've, I could probably count on my hand, the number of major notes that we've gotten. They really let us do our own thing. And that's a, that's a testament to, to Bleacher Report. I don't know if you have anything to add, Craig. Yeah, it's been, it's been great because they, they let us be weird and, and they tr really trusted us. Um, and as a result, we, you know, made a Van Gundy episode. Like, I don't know if like a lot of companies would, <laughs> you know, be like, what, that's really what you're going to spend all your time working on it. Making yeah, we did. We did an entire half episode about Marshawn Brooks. I mean, <laughs> yeah. come on. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. getting accidentally not like, you know, It's not usually a you know a trending topic. So, yeah, so. but uh, I think that it's now like the fans appreciate that like we cover the weird stuff in the NBA that isn't typically covered by major news outlets at often, uh, and we'll we'll feature all those things. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's something where Bleach Report gave us the space to to mm. get weird. Mm. That's so. I, so obviously you guys continued on with season seven. Was there ever any doubt to continue game of zones after game of Thrones ended? Well, it is over. So we're done now. Why? Well, I, I, I know it's oh, over yeah, now, yeah, but yeah, when, yeah. when game of Thrones ended last year or whatever, Oh, was wait, there any, oh, it was, was there ever, Oh my God. I thought yeah, it was, it's I, been a year I, almost. Yeah, yeah. Like everything blends yeah. together. Um, <laughs> It was a forgetful yes. season, so you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe you. I think I blocked that season. <laughs> I wish I could forget. It. Um, uh, so, so yeah. Sorry. Um, so we actually were thinking about being done last year. We're like, okay, it's, it's, that's show's over, and each season takes a lot out of us. Like, it takes a lot of time and energy to make something that people go, "Oh, that was a little better than I expected it to be." And uh, and so we put like, even though it's like what you see is a very silly cartoon. The process of it for Craig and I is like nights and weekends, and it's like when you see a duck on like the surface of the water and underneath the water, you know, its legs are yeah. going, yeah. you know, it's like, and, uh, <laughs> and so we were just kind of like, man, we've been doing medieval basketball jokes now for six seasons, <laughs> and it's like, what do we have left, you know? But um, and so we were thinking about what we might want to do next, and actually, we worked something out with Bleach Report to come back and do a final season. Uh, which we thought was best. We felt like season six didn't really wrap it up. And like, yeah, it, and, and that last season of game of Thrones gave us one last season to parody. So that the last season I would say in, inspired us to wrap it up and do that one last season. Um, I, I would say that, but you know, then, but make it the end, uh, I, th I think. And there was plenty to, they off give us plenty to parody in that last season too. So uh they became a meta parody, half making fun of the NBA and half making uh, fun of game of Thrones. So. Yeah. So what's so what's next for you guys? Yeah, that's so that's the million dollar question. That's <laughs> uh, right now. Craig tennis. and I, basically, yeah, tennis, tennis world. We're gonna do tennis and West World. Um, but, uh, um, uh, so I think that there it is. That's what's no. We you know I think for us we want to try and see if the things that we learned along the way in our process transcend sports and we can make a, a universe with original characters that's more broad um and that's what's creatively interesting to us right now you know it's one thing to do a cartoon when your main characters lebron james and, and james harden and these guys and they already come with a cachet and that gives you a leg up but um we want to see if 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 what we do uh translates to something a little more challenging which is uh which is original world and characters. So we're in the process of putting our ideas together and taking some meetings and then ultimately we we'll see where the best home is. But that's well, what cool. we're looking, focusing on. 
Okay. All right. Well, hey guys, we we very much appreciated your your time today, especially amongst uh, all the stuff that's going on in the world. And we'd be remiss if we didn't ask how are you guys doing and uh, how are you guys dealing with not only what the the events with going on this week and how you feel, but uh, more importantly, your health, coronavirus, all that stuff, and how you guys uh, just getting through day to day. Yeah. Well, I think for us, like you know, I feel we're healthy and okay and we're very very fortunate you know uh we're very very fortunate to be able to do what we do and and to be healthy and so i think right now our thoughts are with everyone who's not as fortunate in that in, in our position and uh and you know and we think when we think about what we want to do next you know we really do think how can we make the world a better place and a more thoughtful and compassionate place Amen. so i think that's something that is also you know in our minds i don't know if you have anything to add craig yeah i know i i I agree with everything you just said. Uh, it's obviously been a very difficult week. And uh, I think uh, that Adam and I just hope that, you know, we can add a little bit of a smile to it. Of course, that sounds uh, with what we do and, yeah. and kind of uh, um, help, you know, uh, break down some of the, uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not. Wait, I, I think I think what you're trying to say is, is you know, usually – you know, when we have times of grief, we turn to something to kind of take our minds off of it. And I think that's what you guys have done with this. Yeah, thank you. Guys you guys have provided, provided yeah. an element of entertainment that um, even if it's just for five minutes, man, it's been it's been great. It's been awesome to watch and, and really see grow over the last several years. So congratulations to you guys on the series and best of luck as you guys move forward. And thank you so, so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank, thank you guys you. For, for having us. We really appreciate you guys uh, taking an interest in what we do. And uh, best of luck to you guys and hope you guys are well. Cool. Yeah, Thank absolutely. you very Thank much. You. Thank you guys. Yeah. That's Adam and Craig Malamut. I got that right. See? Uh, I didn't get it right. <laughs> the, the creators of Game of Zones uh, joining us uh, today. And, uh, you know, I, you know, I, I didn't want to put them on the spot at the end. Um, and I, I didn't try to. And I think uh, Adam at, answered it um, very well and, and, and Craig as well. And, again, at the end of the day, they're creators. And their, their job is to create something that is entertaining for people to intake. And that's exactly what they did. They hit it out of the park. That's why it was such a highly successful series. <clears throat> and to their process, let me speak to this. I remember when I first got the job at Fox Sports Arizona. And I looked at their stuff and I was like, we should create something like Game of Zones. <laughs> like, like it was just some easy thing we could just pull off and, and, and do. And uh, it just was not like that. So um there's a lot that goes into it it's it's not it's not just um it's not just you know those two guys even though they're the voices they're the creators you know they're really the engine that keeps game of zones going but you know they have a whole team of people um that that they go to uh content creators uh writers it's it's a whole production but obviously it was a very successful production because i mean seven seasons on bleacher report every single time i got a push alert about game of zones i was always quick to watch it it didn't matter how long it was if it was six minutes if it was 12 minutes uh game of zones is an awesome youtube show it's an awesome web series and if you're a basketball nut like me and saw i mean you could just watch it and pay attention because there are so many Easter eggs in each little episode, whether it's something that a player says, or if it's, you know, something off in the background, 
it, it's awesome. Uh, like, like for instance, um, we, as we all know about load management and how Kawhi Leonard is like the face of load management. Yeah, and for the, sure. And the episode that we just played a little bit, they're playing one K supposed to be two K, but it's medieval. So it's one K and they ask Kawhi, you know, if you want to play and he's like, no, I just, uh, I played a, a game of one K yesterday. Now I'm trying to, uh, manage me load <laughs> so they they talk like they're in medi- medieval times but they use basketball analogy and, and and i think it's just absolutely incredible so i highly recommend it go check out game of zones there's seven seasons all you got to do is go on youtube type in game of zones and if you're also a game of thrones fan you will see a lot of similar scenes so highly recommend it. well i don't know what's going on can you see your screen I can't see my screen, and I got a whole wide screen so the people can see uh, your boy's face. Yeah, so I I have nothing but green on my end, so um, that's okay. Uh, I think we got so exactly s- what we what we wanted to get out of today, which was just to bring a little bit of lightheartedness uh, to this stream, <clears throat> and uh, and I think I think we'll call it quits today, Justin. How do you feel about that? I I think it's time. You know, there yeah. there we have a lot of emotions. Uh, going through us right now and I, I i gotta admit that was maybe the first time i actually enjoyed myself for longer than 10 minutes and i whoa, i don't whoa, i don't know that sounds uh, like uh, that sounds like personal stuff right there well, <laughs> <laughs> yo tmi buddy TMI. Well, I, me- I, me- I meant to say <laughs> we have we as a country have gone through so much over yeah. this past week, I think it was, it was just great to finally have a laugh. Now, with that being said, I mean we can't just you know ignore it. We're still going to think about it. We're still going to think think about everything. I still have a lot of emotions. Saul still has a lot of emotions. Uh, but yeah. I just hope that this episode of the Total BS Podcast was just a, a little ray of of light that can bring some positivity to your week. Yeah, absolutely. So um, for Justin and myself, you know, as you said, it was, it's been a tough week and uh, you know, I know I'm, I'm still, yeah, I, I just, I, I don't think right now is the appropriate time to really, to really um, art, articulately say what I really want to say and how I really want to say it. So I think I'll save those thoughts for Wednesday, but just know yeah. um, if you, if you're following both of us on social media that we, um, we, we want change and we want it now and we want to do whatever we can. And part of that is trying to figure out how you can make change. And that's kind of some of the educational process. And um, I know I've been looking into that as well to su- find out what, what we can do. How can we make change? You know, because we can't go another 10 years and find ourselves right back in this position again. Um, it's, it's time for some movement. So um, but for Justin and myself, we appreciate you guys joining us on this uh stream and uh sorry for the technical difficulties but at least we got through the game of zones guys and that was fantastic and uh justin i love you brother and i appreciate what you're doing out there and uh until next time i guess yeah i I I love you brother make sure you check out the total bs podcast on youtube facebook because that's where you can watch the video stream every sunday uh but we're also and i highly recommend it subscribe on apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts. We are everywhere. So wherever you listen to podcasts, make sure you subscribe to the Total BS Podcast. 
For sure, for sure. So until next time, we'll see you when you see you. Peace. Your fans just might turn into our fans. Be cool, it's just part of the program. Spit your best 16 if you must. You're not whack, you just sound whack rapping after us. Yo, your fans just might turn into our fans. Be cool, it's just a part of this program. Spit your best 16 if you must. You're not whack, you just sound whack rapping after us. <laughs>